Again. <laughs> I'm Brick. I'm Shisha. She said it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Good job. That was a yeah. great intro. I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. You know how we've been kind of talking about things recently and like it's always been kind of brought back to um, aliens. Oh, yeah. We love aliens. Well, what better than talk about the, one of the most famous alien situations? I love this. Roswell. Yes! Roswell. Yes, yes, yes. Roswell. Let's talk about Roswell. So, this is what I was telling you earlier. There's the fact that there should be a clear-cut answer... Oh, yes. To what the hell is going on. Yeah. Or what the hell happened when on in Roswell. Oh, yeah. There's no there's, clear answer. And that there's not. And there should be. Because it's federal. But we don't need to get into government right now. But, like, <laughs> there should be a clear-cut answer. And I'm sick of having the runaround. Okay? Okay. I'm sick of the runaround. And you didn't find a clear answer? No. That's really annoying. No. <sighs> So, you know, they call it the Roswell Incident. Okay, yes. Hold up, though. Because when did this happen? In the 70s? Uh, 1947. Oh, in the 40s. Why did I think it was During the, the Cold War. Okay. I feel like by now, the government needs to tell us what actually went down. <laughs> we all know it was something. Preaching to the choir. And we all believe in aliens now. We're all, like, UFOs are a daily sighting. Literally. Literally, yeah, I know. I think we've progressed enough as a society to know what actually happened. Be able to happened. handle it. If you could yes. release some other really interesting UFO pictures and information, you can release the Roswell stuff too. Yes. What are you hiding? Yes. All right, now that's yes. that was so long ago, it ain't even relevant no more. Okay. Exactly. Okay, whatever you it is, it, it's gone. It's happened during the Cold War. Okay. Yep. The Cold War is done and over with. Yep. Okay, I'm I'm tired. Give me the tea. Let us know. If there's any government officials out there listening, please just tell right. us. Because <laughs> I'm sure they all listen to our tiny little podcast. <laughs> um, they should. They should. I'm quite entertaining. Oh, we and both so are. are. Thank you. So, there's that. Yes. Okay, so this whole thing happened, you know, the Roswell incident that put Roswell on the map, and now yes. it's a town full of alien hotels, alien museums and all this alien themed mcdonald's and all so, of that have you ever been to roswell no but i oh, want to go that's on my so bucket list bad yes i want to go so bad me too i think it'd be very cool we could say in a yes. broken down flying saucer like, love, out there i'm pretty sure in my mind the town is just all tourist trap oh, attractions it is like and i love that i love that for them like i love that and especially the, when it's all alien related right <laughs> so this whole roswell situation happened in 1947 when uh they recovered recovery of metallic and rubber debris from uh they say a material a, a military balloon at first it's okay. a military balloon it's a weather balloon. But no, then, that's a UFO. But then it could also be, oh, something from the Soviet Union is trying to spy, or something over from the Cold War in Russia, blah, 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 blah. It's this, it's that, blah, 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 blah. There were so many headlines about what this was. Wait, there were, like, differing headlines? Like, first it was a flying saucer. That's, okay. Then it was a weather balloon. Okay. And then it was possibly, um... So the flying saucer was probably right, the first one, right? And the government was like, we gotta cover that up. Put a bunch of different headlines out right, there. Right, right. <laughs> so then, on July 8th, uh, 1947, Roswell Army Airfield issued a press release stating that they had recovered a flying disc. Mm-hmm. The Army quickly retracted the statement and said, in, in, <laughs> and said instead, instead that the crashed object was uh, 
a conventional weather balloon. The Roswell incident was not widely discussed until the until the late nineteen seventies when retired Lieutenant Colonel Jess Okay, that's Jesse why, Marcel. That's why I thought it happened in the seventies. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. Um in an interview with the UF UF Ufologist. UFOologist? UFologist. UFologist. It has to be UFOologist. UFologist. 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 <laughs> it's, yeah. it's literally U-F-O-L-O it's gotta G-I-S-T. Be, it's got to be UFOologist. But it's, if there'll UFO, be two O's. there be two O's. Ologist is O-L-O. Well, this sounds like a misprint. It says it multiple times in this thing, okay? But also... And ufology. This is the dumbest English no, because here's the thing. <laughs> UFO? I know, I know, but it's literally ufologist, okay? Because you, know, you need the O L O G I S T for ologist. Ologist, okay? I know. I, we're just breaking down. Unidentified flying ologist. <laughs> I can't even do it right now. I know it's stupid. I the same thing when I put it down. Okay, I know. Okay. Continue. Stanton, Stanton, Stanton Friedman. These names. Oh, yeah. I'm telling you. Ridiculous. Said he believed that the debris he retrieved was extraterrestrial. Ufologists began promoting a variety of increasingly elaborate conspiracy theories claiming that one or more alien spacecrafts had crash-landed and that the extraterrestrial occupants had been recovered from the military by the military, which then engaged in a cover-up. More than one? They said one or more. So more than one? More than one. Okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. Correct. That's pretty cool. Right. <laughs> um... So yeah, this has been able. This has been labeled the world's most famous, most famous, most exhaustively investigated and throughout debunked UFO claim. It hasn't been debunked though. It hasn't been debunked though. Not really. No. There's definitely people out there who think it has been debunked. Yeah, but but then why are the files still sealed? Exactly. Okay, if it's been debunked, it's not unclassify the files. Exactly. Because multiple presidents have looked in, have had stuff looked into this. Yeah. And um Wait, this makes me think they don't even know what happened. See that's the thing. They do know, but I think they're trying to keep it also Okay. You know why? It's literally twenty twenty three. We're all sitting here just waiting for the aliens to invade. Right. And so, like, <laughs> they think, so, so, like, not far from Roswell, they, like, the first atomic bomb was set off. Okay. And, like, all this stuff happened not far from Roswell. So then they think that in that they had, like, captured German missiles or something, and they think, and they were, like, shooting them off, seeing how they worked. So they thought, like, someone was trying to spy on them or, like, cause something to happen. And then they're surprised. Be it, but it it doesn't seem like it. Is it what it? Because what actually was there wouldn't have made it at at this time. The technology wasn't good enough for it to make that far okay. of a trip from over there to over here. Right. So, 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 yeah, this so, was in the forties. Yeah, it's it's it wasn't it. Right. And so, um, in October on October twenty sixth, Bill Richardson. Who at the who at the time was a candidate for the Democratic Party nominated for U.S. president? Okay, okay. Um, did they, oh. he did not win. Obviously, I was realized asked, how dumb the question was before <laughs> I asked it. <laughs> he was asked about releasing government files on Roswell. Richardson responded that when he was a congressman, he attended to get information on behalf of his New Mexico. Um, sorry, on behalf okay. of his New Mexico. <laughs> Uh, people, yeah, but was told by both Department of Defense and Los Almos Labs that the information was classified. So it's lo- Los and Almos, and that ticked him off. 
They didn't say. They didn't get oh, into okay. it. Okay, it was probably a lab that researched. This probably stuff. the ones at the autopsy on the alien bodies they got. Oh, so Area Fifty One. Probably. Um, in 2012, uh, Barack Obama yes. visited Roswell. Oh, love He jokingly that. said, I come in peace. Okay, but yeah. that's not a joke. You gotta say that. <laughs> no, we don't. That's true, you It's don't. in New Mexico. It's in the United also, States. Okay, but also... <laughs> when asked during a 2015 interview with GQ magazine about whether he looked at the top secret classified information Bama replied, I gotta tell you, it's a little disappointing. <laughs> People I, always so, ask me about Roswell and the aliens and UFOs, and it turns out the stuff going on, uh, that top secret is nearly an existing, nearly, isn't nearly as exciting as you expect. In this day and age, it's not as top secret as you think. That's what he said. Okay. Oh, so, so the conspiracy theorists are right, is basically what that says. But listen. Okay. In 2014, former President Bill Clinton reported that his administration had investigated the incident, saying, when the Roswell thing came up, I knew we'd get a gazillion of let- gazillions of letters, so I had all the Ross papers reviewed everything. And that was it. He didn't say anything else. That he had them all reviewed. Oh, okay. okay. Great. Why was the Roswell thing going to come up? It, okay. I don't know. In of June, the hit TV show Roswell? Maybe. <laughs> in June 2020, then-President Donald Trump, when asked if he would consider releasing more information about the Roswell incident, said, I won't talk to you about what I know about it. It's very interesting. Who said that? Donald Trump. Okay. I know, but like... I- <laughs> but like... Interesting, it's like, you never believed in aliens, so, Interesting like, is he's dumb enough to think anything is interesting. I know. <laughs> um, but then also, it's like, but, like, but then it makes me curious how, like, Obama said it was nothing, Clinton said that he would looked into it, and he said that it's very interesting, he'll talk about it. So then, like, what? You know? Yeah. I think... Like, how did we get here? I think the theories are probably right. Right? That it's a UFO? Yeah. And that it was a spacecraft and they got... Yes. Yeah. Um. Excuse me. But also, because that's the only, like, recorded incident, right, where we've actually caught a UFO. A big one. Right. Well, it's been... Excuse me. It's been said that, like, um, you know, other ones have crash-landed, but burnt up. See, there's no... Okay. Remnants of them even behind. Okay. Um, Zach has a book about this stuff, mind you. There's that really a lot of books. Two people wrote. Oh. Together. Okay. Yeah. Um, about the incident. So, let me back to more about. Excuse me, my thing is being weird. That's okay. <laughs> I wish there were people who, like, we could actually talk to who actually, like, know stuff about this. Like, who are, like, there. Yeah. Yeah. But. So, the a lot of this debris was um, discovered on a ranch. Okay. And the guy didn't see the paper or anything about it being <laughs> this huge. Wow. Oh, my gosh. Type things, all UFOs. So he so he so he found this debris, and he like just shushed it underneath some bushes. Okay. To get out the way of what he was because he's yeah, yeah, on yeah. his land on his right, farm. Right. Pushed it out the way and was like blah 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 blah, and then uh, came back and was like, "Hey, I found this," and apparently it was like aluminum, rubber, and some type of metal that was stronger than anything on Earth. That's so fascinating. uh, What's the word? Holographic. Like, symbols. Like, hieroglyphic? Yeah, like, holographic hieroglyphic. Yeah, holographic is like the... Yeah, holographic hieroglyphic. They were, like, shiny. It was, like, a shiny type of thing. Oh, cool. Oh, that's really cool. 
So the debris was recovered from a ranch near Corona. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, what if this whole incident was telling the future? Don't talk about it. (laughs) Um, Researchers at Alimogordo Airfield, less than 50 miles from Roswell, were launching classified balloons during during the prior weeks. Historian Caitlin S. Olmsted noted that Roswell's incident occurred at the dawn of the nuclear age and Cold War, just months after President Henry Tubman had officially announced his administration's intention to fight communism all over the globe. In 1946 and 1947, United States top-secret project Mogul launched thousands of balloons designed to listen to Soviet atomic tests. So, I mean... I understand their little, like, oh, it's probably just, uh, but also, like, mm, Well, the timing of it, too, is, like... Yeah. Yeah, I get it. It's a weird time. It was a weird, very scary time. Well, and it made it super easy, too, to blame it on the war. Yes. It was a very good cover-up to blame on the Cold War. Absolutely. Um... So throughout this entire time, they continue to launch more and more balloons. But I've also never saw anything about these people finding these balloons landed somewhere else. Oh, okay. Or seeing them somewhere else. Huh. Also, I just didn't set up the right things. Things that I, I, I never find them like, oh yeah, I had a weather balloon land in my backyard. Or weather balloon landed on my ranch. I don't know. There was never any other... Yeah, that's not a thing that... Story saying that yeah. I had an actual military weather balloon land. That's weird, yeah. Bizarre. Yeah. You would think if they're testing weather balloons, it's not going to be perfect. It's going gonna, it's gonna to crash land somewhere. You would at think. At some point. You would think. You know? Like... Hmm. So the Roswell that took place aimed at the flying saucer craze of 1947 on June 26th at the beginning of the first summer... Of the Cold War, media nationwide reported civilian pilot Kenneth Arnold's story of seeing what became known as the Flying Saucers. Historian would later chronicle over 800 copycat sightings that were reported after Arnold's story was published. On July 4th, United Airlines Flight 105 reported seeing multiple flying discs. Okay. So a lot of UFO sightings... Ross, how much I this was because we were in the air a lot more trying to do more surveillance surveillance <laughs> surveillance and so well, like we were just like if you're surveying for aliens it's surveillance okay you know <laughs> you know so what if it's just like they're just seeing more like they've always been there because they're so high up and they're doing lots of well, going around like, they're just seeing them more like recently with the what is it, the Chinese balloon or whatever? Yeah. We're finding out a lot more UFOs because they, in order to find that one, they had to shut down things that were yeah making them invisible to us. Right. And I'm like, oh, wait, these are actually a lot. <laughs> yeah. That we just are ignoring. <laughs> right. Yeah. So it's just, it's very, you know, sus. Um, in June 1947, rancher W.W. Mack Brazel found debris, tinfoil rubber, and thin wooden beams scattered across a square mile near Corona, New Mexico. Brazel gathered it and pushed it under some bushes to dispose of it. The ranch had no phone and no radio, leaving Brazel unaware of the ongoing flying saucer craze. On Saturday night, July 5th, Brazel drove into Corona where he had where he heard stories of silver flying disc. On July 7th, Brazel transported some of the debris to the sheriff's office in Roswell. The sheriff called Roswell's Army Airfield, which assigned the matter to Major Jesse Marshall. Brazel took Marshall back to the debris site, and the two gathered up more pieces of rubber tinfoil. Marcel took the material home on Monday night. All right. On Tuesday morning, July eighth, Marcel took the took the material to the commander, Colonel William Blanchard. Blanchard reported the following to General Rod Ramey. 
at Fort Worth Army Airfield. General Ramley ordered the material flown to FWAF immediately. Michael boarded a B-29 Super, Super Fortress and made the flight to FWAF. Okay. So, I mean, if it was just a weather balloon. Yeah. And it was your weather balloon. You know, this you is would know the material. Major. You know what the what the material is. You'd be like, oh yeah, that's our weather balloon. Yep. But you didn't this do that. Like... What you did is you made it. You made it go into the super little between. Come on now. I think the funny thing about Roswell is it's most known for being one of the worst cover ups. Yeah. But like we still don't know what happens. But the way they tried to cover it up. We don't ridiculous. know. We don't know what happened, like but we so know many... it's not what they told us. That's all we know. Yes, but they and they had so many excuses to like pick a story and run with it. Yeah, but I feel like there's so many stories. Like they, it's like every single person in power decided to say something different, and they're all like, "Yep, this is what we're sticking with." And then <laughs> and we changed like... it five minutes later. Yeah, <laughs> but it's like what? <laughs> like literally, literally, <laughs> they did such a bad job at covering it up. Awful. <laughs> Awful. It's great. So on July 8th, 1947, RAA Public Information Officer Walter Hott issued a press release stating that personal personnel from the field of 509th Operation Group have recovered fly, a flying disc which had landed on the ranch near Roswell. The many rumors regarding the flying disc became a reality. Yesterday, when the intelligence office of the 509th Bomb Group of the 80th Air Force Roswell Army Airfield was fortunate enough to gain possession of a disc through the cooperation of one of the local ranchers and the sheriff's office of of Chavez County? Sure. The flying object landed on the ranch near Roswell sometimes last week, not having phone facilities the rancher stored the disc until this until such time as he was able to contact the sheriff's office who in turn notified major jesse a marcel and the 509th bomb group intelligence office action was immediately taken and the disc was picked up at the rancher's home so multiple paperwork is saying like it's a disc it's a flying disc right which if that's the first story most likely that's what it is usually yeah because that story came out and then they panicked and put out five other stories that were all different. <laughs> right. Because then they're, you know, I don't know what they thought was going to happen, but they just panicked. Mm-hmm. On July 9th, Marcel explained, we spent a couple of hours Monday afternoon, July 7th, looking for any more parts of the weather device. And now it's a weather device. <laughs> the weather device. Right. <laughs> wow. <laughs> We found a few more patches of tinfoil and rubber. That day, papers told Brazel had reported the debris after hearing stories about flying disc and wondering if that was what he picked up and then going to see the sheriff where he whispered kind of confidential like he may have found a flying disc. So multiple, you know, higher ups are saying this is a flying disc. Mm. So I don't know why they're trying to play with me. You know, yeah. don't gaslight me. No, it's I don't appreciate a it. Disc. Yeah. Oh, I did not ask for you to do that. Thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Okay. Oh, and so mind you, um, I believe it's Marcelli or Brazo, one of those two. Okay. Brought these items back to their home, and their son looked and held these items. Okay. How old was their son? He was, like, 11. Okay. So, like, he held these items, too. Like, he knew what he was looking at. Yeah. Like, he, he's, like, I remember it clear as day. Like, my dad brought him home. We were looking at it. I was, like, wow, this is so cool. Like. Yeah. So, not just, like, top, you know, government people, but, like, a kid. Yeah. A kid saw this. Here's the other thing, too. The first oh. story to come out about this was the flying saucer, right? Yeah. You don't think society's ready for this when they did not panic when that story came out? They thought it, it was, was so cool. You guys that panicked. You panicked. We thought it was cool. Y'all rushed to it. Like, what? <laughs> like, I feel like, I don't know. It's it just... seems like a really dumb thing to cover up. But The whole thing is like, we all were excited. 
I mean, not we all, because we were not alive well, during were, this time. But right. like, and I'm sure there were some people who were like just terrified out of their mind. To live, yeah. But, like, and I, uh, I understand like the idea behind trying to cover it up because you don't want to ensue mass panic. But I feel like now we're at a time where it would not create mass panic, and I feel like with what you're telling me right now, then I don't think it would have. No, I don't think it would have back then either. It was a very. But then when when was, did War of the Worlds start? Because that created mass panic. You know that story. War of the Worlds. Yeah. So no. the it was some like radio host was telling the story called War of the Worlds. You know that movie. Okay. Well, it's basically a story where aliens take over the Earth. Oh. And this guy was telling the story on the radio. And people went in a full-on panic, thinking it was actually happening as he was telling the story. Oh, that's just good storytelling <laughs> right there. Right? <laughs> like, but, like, he was telling it as if it was something that was actually happening. Oh. And so, like, people, like, fully panicked and, like, hid in their basements and... Well, as one would. Right. Because they thought the aliens were here to take over. I mean... Which, like, that just goes to show you, we all knew aliens existed. <laughs> We really did. And it so, doesn't need to be covered up. <laughs> no. And so then I was like looking more and then I found, you know, the History Channel has said something about it. Oh, of course. Um, I'm trying to find the exact thing. Yes, yes, yes. No rush. Well, pretty much. Huh? Pretty much. Pretty much. Saying the same thing. It's just like... Oh. It's like... This one talks about like... Like, oh... They think it was the Soviets. Of course. Trying to get information. Because everything was the Soviets. Everything was the Soviets, you know? (laughs) Well, this makes me wonder if there's been any like stuff like this in Russia that they've kept under wraps. The that that cuz like you know there's stuff going on in Russia that we don't know about. Oh, for sure. There's stuff going on everyone don't know about. True, true. <laughs> um so promotion said that like basically they've been told that like the theory okay is this uh, states that the crash flying vehicle was neither extraterrestrial nor the work of U.S. spies, rather it was an unconventional plan to induce to induce widespread American panic, implemented <laughs> by the Soviet strongman Joseph Stalin. Listen, that makes more sense to me <laughs> than anything else. That's but also, actually- it wasn't a panic though. No one was panicking. People were excited. They were confused and they're mainly mad because I'll keep changing their story. Right. Nobody was like panicking. Oh, that's funny. (laughs) An unnamed source who worked as an engineer at Area 51 for the defense contractor EGNG told the book author Annie Jacobson, a veteran national security journalist, and a Pulitzer Prize nominee at the program he been des- uh, designed had been designed by Nazi concentration camp doctor Joseph Magelli. Magelli. M E N G E L E. Magellan. I don't know. Sure. According to the source, adolescent children were deformed by the Soviets to resemble aliens and deployed in an aircraft to fly over New Mexico. According to the book, <laughs> Stalin's plan was for the children to climb out and be mistaken for visitors from Mars. Panic would ensue and Americans' early warning radar system would be overwhelmed with sightings of other UFOs. <laughs> when I said the theories were right, this was not what I was talking about. <laughs> This one did not make the cut. It did. I believe nothing about that. It did not make the cut. Oh, that's funny. It was, uh... This theory could go some way in explaining the wreckage described by Jesse Marshall Jr., the son of the intelligence officer named in the initial press report. According to Marcel Jr. book, The Roswell Legacy, his father brought some UFO wreckage home. Which is exactly what I said. And he handled them. All right. Um, 
it was metallic and yet it I could see what looked like writing. At first, I thought it was Egyptian hieroglyphs, but there were no animals outlined or figures. They weren't mathematical figures either. They were just some uh, more like geometric symbol, square, circle, triangle, pyramid. Yeah, it's an alien language. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or it's the Soviets <laughs> making stuff up. That one. <laughs> And so then I was like, well, let me just, let me check the, the Air Force, the Air oh, Force yeah, website. Yeah, yeah, Well, they have a nice little spot. Perfect. It says case closed, which. Okay. Is it though? Is it really? Because we all don't know. Right. Um, the raw, it's, it's the Roswell report. Okay. And so basically, excuse me, sir. Why are these still classified? First of all, if it's a closed case, it's yeah. not closed. No. Probably still doing autopsies. So this says in July 1994, the officer, the office of secretary of the Air Force concluded the exhausted search for records in response to general according office inquiry of event properly known as the Roswell incident. The focus of the GAO probe initiated at the request of a member of Congress was determined in the U.S. Air Force or any other U.S. government agency possessed information on the alleged crash and recovery of an extraterrestrial vehicle and its alien occupants near Roswell, New Mexico in July 1947. So many big words. Oof, good job. <sighs> My, I have a speech problem, y'all. Y'all can't tell. The 1994 Air Force report concluded that the... Pr- Predecessor of the U.S. Air Force and U.S. Army Air Force recovery debris, recovered debris from an Army Air Force's balloon-borne research project, codename Mogul. Um, records located describing research carried out under the, under the Mogul project, most of which were never classified and publicly available, were collected, provided to the GAO, and published in a one-volume for ease of access for the general public. This report discussed the results of the exhausted, the exhausted search and identifies the likely source of the claims of alien bodies. At Roswell, contrary to allegations, many of the accounts appeared to be dis- descriptive of unclassified and widely publicized Air Force scientific achievement. Others' description of bodies appeared to be actual incidents in which Air Force members were killed or injured in the line of duty. Okay. Which I don't understand how they would confuse that. That doesn't make a lot of sense, but, you know, gotta cover it up somehow. Lies, I'm telling you. People are so stupid that believe anything. (laughs) Oh my gosh, okay. (laughs) The Air Force activities which occurred over... A period of many years have been consolidated and are now represented represented to have occurred in two or three days in July of 1947. Aliens observed in the New Mexico desert were actually atmospheric test dummies that were carried aloof (laughs) by U.S. Air Force high-altitude balloon for scientific research. The unusual uh, military activities in the New Mexico desert where high-altitude research balloons launched and recovered operations, reports of military units that always seemed to achieve shortly after the crash of flying saucers retrieved. The saucer and crew were actually accurate descriptions of Air Force personnel engaged in atmospheric dummy recovery. Operations claim of alien bodies at Roswell Army Airfield Hospital were most likely a combination of two separate incidents. Okay. I don't think so, my guy. This is on the Air Force website? Yes. Interesting. And there's pictures on here from the report. The report is based on thoroughly documented research supported by officials by official records, technical reports, film footage, and, photogra- and photographs, individuals in which the indiv- which individuals, individuals who were involved in these events. I mean... You know, it doesn't feel great being lied to, first of all. <laughs> no. But also, like, 
I don't understand why you would make something look like an alien spaceship. Exactly. That's why it's really dumb. Because, like, and also these dummies, everything that I've said that they were short and they were walking. Okay. And they were short with very big, rounded heads. Yeah, like the typical alien look. Yeah, but look at these. Oh. Yeah. What the... Those are the dummies? Yeah. Dummies. Those, those look like people. And the aeroshell of NASA's Voyager Mars space probe just prior to launch. But as you see, there's this giant thing right here. Yeah. You would see that. Yeah. Okay, you would see it. Yeah. Then there's the... Why would you do this? <laughs> why would you do that? That's a flying saucer right You're there. You're not helping your cause, my guy. <laughs> like, What? Oh, like, that funny. was the, a flight test that I sent to a Viking space probe awaits recovery at White Sand Missile Range. But also... <laughs> okay. It's so... There's... It's almost funny how dumb how, we are. That's what I'm <laughs> like, saying. That's why I'm laughing. Like, what these I'm are saying. laughable claims. Yes, and like, it is... It, the whole research, it brings you to run around. You're gonna and run like, here's me always keeping an open mind, right? Yeah. Like, these are laughable. <laughs> You're literally just like, it has you going to run around. Yeah. Everything was, it brings you back, oh, well, it's a Project Mogul. Oh, it's, it's this. It's the Soviets. It's the Russians. It's, it's da-da-da. It's weather balloons. It's, it's that. like, just pick a story and go with it. But that's the problem. They didn't. It was, yep. oh, it was a flying disc. Oh, it was a weather <laughs> balloon. Oh, it was the Soviets I trying to... Like- why? It just got crazier and crazier too as it went on. Oh, just, it was just we put dummies dressed up as aliens in our flying saucers, or flying weather balloons that look like flying saucers. <laughs> yeah, because that's not sketchy at all. That's so dumb. Unclassified sink in Roswell incident paper. Yeah. It's not that hard. It's time. We don't care anymore. Went through twenty twenty, right? Yeah. It's we time. don't care anymore. We know shit's out there. We want to know. We're curious. Exactly. I don't think it would cause mass panic. But that might just be because I'm living in my own little bubble. There's that too. I'm also <laughs> in my own little bubble. But like still, like, 90% of us believe that there's something else out there. Oh, for sure. At this day and age. And you... if you have that evidence and you've been had that evidence... Because, you know, people say that the U.S. government is in contact with aliens. Yes, there's that whole theory. How they would have contact when they can't even understand our language is beyond me. Well, it's that our country's run by aliens, right? Like, they there's not the, the other puppeteer one. our president. Yeah, there's that one, too. <laughs> like, the country is ran by aliens, which I don't... I don't believe that one. I don't believe that one. That they may bet the Air 51 might be in contact with them. That's a... Yeah, I believe they could be in contact with them. Because I think... I mean... Well, we were talking about the Lumerians before, right? Yeah. And I think from what I have heard is it's all telepathic. So you don't have to speak their language. Right. There is that, too. And Notch brought that up. There is that yeah. one, too. But then also it's just like... Yeah. Open your mouth. Yeah. Like, <laughs> are you hiding because you don't want anyone, any, any other country to know that we have these people backing us well, up? I don't think we're the only country. You don't think so? No. Because I have not seen any other UFO shit like that anywhere else. No, I think... Well, first off, I think other governments are probably better at covering it up than the U.S. government was at Roswell. There is that. (laughs) Because that was just, like, chaos and dumb decisions left and right. But, I don't know, I feel like things have definitely happened in other countries that we don't know about. Well, just like how when the Japanese sent over those 
balloons that had bombs on them. And some of them did land, I believe, in Oregon and some other place and made a giant explosion, killing people, I think, if I remember correctly. I don't even remember that. But we put a kibosh on it and said, don't post anything about it in the paper. Oh, that's Because we don't want them to know that it worked, want them to be, like, you know, wondering. Yeah. And so they did that and. They never knew. They never that we See, had that the balloons made it over here. That's something that you really have to remember: is the information where we get from anywhere is filtered. Yeah, it's like, all filtered. So I think that's important to know when you think of like this kind of stuff, because like it's definitely happening in other places in the world. Yeah, we're just not going to hear about it because they won't even tell us about it here. Right. The only reason we know is because we have eyewitnesses who are able to be like, well, hold on a minute. Yeah. Well, and then with the whole, back to that whole thing with the balloon bombs. Yeah. I think it was like 50, 40 years, 50 years after like that happened, the ladies who were, I think, you know, kids or young adults at the time who sewed these balloons together mm-hmm. came and like to the, where they like fell. Oh. And met the families and they apologized. Like, we're so sorry. We didn't know what, yeah. what they were doing. We were just doing our job. We had no idea that they made it over here. Yeah. And, like, killed people. We're like, oh, yeah. they failed. It failed. It failed. Like, because no one released yeah, anything. Smart. And I just know that that's never going to happen again because... Oh, well, because people are going to post it on Instagram Instagram, Twitter. no one knows how to keep their mouth shut anymore. That's so true. That's so true. Like, literally, no one knows how to keep their mouth shut. And so then it's just like... Yeah. It's hard to silence people in this day and age. But I was... Because for some reason, I just thought about... Who was that couple? Um... There was a couple that got abducted by aliens. Mm. And I'm trying to think. Her name was Betty. I don't remember his name or their last name. I don't know why I remember Betty. Betty? Oh, um, Betty yeah. and Barney Hill. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think that was, in, that was in the 60s. Yes. Yeah. Because I know there was this huge alien craze in the 70s. Yeah. That's which is I think why... this is one thing that added to it, right? Yeah, and that's why this, the Roswell incident, was brought back to life in the 70s because there was a huge alien craze that it reignited the Roswell incident. Gotcha. And they want us to... They want us to forget. Oh, of course. But we're not going no. to no because we're interested and they wanted to like just like sit back because well, people we, teach, we, we learn about roswell in freaking school yeah it ain't going nowhere it we ain't forget nothing it it's also it's a reality of the world we live in and a lot of people aren't blind to that some people are definitely blind to the reality we live in but <laughs> right exactly <laughs> exactly but i think a lot of people realize oh this is the world we live in, regardless of what government's trying to tell us. Yup. <laughs> yup. Like, it is what it is. It is what it is. We don't have any control over it, so. I just live here. Mm-hmm. I just, just live visiting. here. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, cause I, like I said, this this one drove me insane because like I was trying oh, yeah. to like no matter how many things like I clicked, how many things I looked into, it just brought me back it's to the same the, same, the same stories, the same theories, the same. Oh, that's so. It's like nothing new about this, and it's just like okay, you gave us this information. This is what we know. Can we get like a little more? Like, give me the young unclassify that shit give it to me it's what i want like why is this so hard yeah it shouldn't be this hard no it shouldn't especially now like like i get back in the day but like now come on right like we know shit exists we're over it (laughs) we're over it we're chill about it my guy right like just 
Say what you need to say. God. Have you ever seen the show Roswell? No, I haven't. Oh. Is it good? I I liked it. I used to watch it because there's an older one, and then there's the newer one on Netflix now. Oh, okay. And I would sometimes watch it, the older one. I remember just it would be on TV, and I'd watch it, and I'd be like, this is kind of cool. And then I watched the first season, I think, of the one on Netflix. It's pretty good. Okay. It's a good sci-fi show. I'll have to watch it because I know people. I still have yet to watch Fargo. Yeah. I'm kind of boycotting Fargo. That's fair. I've never seen it. That's not how we talk. Of course not. Do you hear me? Well, it's how some people talk if you go up north. If you go up north by the border, I can't help you then. Well, I can get real Minnesotan. When I try well, to do don't you know we all can? Don't you know we all can? Don't you know? Don't you know? Oh, brick! <laughs> oh, don't you know? I don't got time for that. Okay, <laughs> I don't say oh, don't you know? You just did now, but you in my day to day language, I don't go oh, don't you know? No, don't I don't know. do I that. My, I found myself saying a quite a bit, and I was like, what do I think? I'm Canadian. <laughs> I'm so fucking dead. I'm Canadian. <laughs> Actually, factually, no, no, but <laughs> but I do say a. <laughs> I don't know, Jake. Jacob, he's lived around, mm-hmm. even down in the Virginias and stuff. He goes, "No, you sound Minnesota." And I said, "How the fuck did you know?" You lived in the Virginias for a you year. You want to know something really funny? For a year, you lived in the Virginias for a year. And you want to tell me, oh, you I sound like you, do you sound Minnesota? Yeah. What are you talking about? You don't tell sound me, Minnesotan dude. You were out of the state for not even a year. Don't come at me like that. <laughs> what the hell? When my family was in Ireland, we had this. We were out eating at a restaurant, and this American lady comes up to us. She goes, "Excuse me, are you guys from Minnesota? My son over there says you sound like me, and I'm Minnesotan." <laughs> Oh my god! I am so dead. Are we really that? Can we really be like that? People can tell us. Yes. I'm so dead. Oh my gosh. I've been to Arizona. I've been to the Grand Canyon. I've been down to Florida and Georgia, and I've never heard anyone comment on how. Me or my family. Me neither, talk. except when I was in Ireland. <laughs> so now I'm just now I'm curious when I do start traveling more. If people are like, oh, people you're are gonna be, yeah. I hope not. People will mention I'm Minnesotan when I'm down south wearing a bathing suit in sixty degree weather. <laughs> Look, ma'am, you've been up to Minnesota. Right? It's negative 30 half of I the was year. Like, I'm going to the beach while I am here. It's negative 30 half of the year. This <laughs> yeah. is this right now right now. It's beautiful. This is this is why we live here. This time of year. Yeah, this time of year. Fuck all that it winter shit. Half the year. <laughs> the summer gets too goddamn hot. That's true. Boiling, scorching. But I would miss the seasons if we didn't have them. I think that's why Jacob's hoping we go to, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. (sighs) Well. I'm mad. Yeah. I'm mad. Yeah. Because I want to know the answer, and I know that that there is is an answer. Oh, there's definitely an answer. And if they just show the documentation. What if they don't know the answer anymore? What if the documents were destroyed? Because I could see some dumb president being like, yeah, destroy the documents. Or the alien puppeteering the president being like, yeah, destroy the documents. What if it's the aliens refusing to give us the information? Wait a minute. (laughs) Is that what you think? Yes. That's what I'm sticking with. They don't want to stay here. They can't stay here. But here's the thing. Obama would have told us. Not if it's classified, he can't. Well, didn't he unclassify a bunch, or was that Trump? I think that was Obama. No, that was Trump. Oh. Unclassified. Or was it the head of the the people that unclassified just because they were old? What? Yeah. I don't know. No, but it wasn't old stuff. It was, like, stuff happening. It was was stuff stuff that happened around the same time of this Roswell stuff. 
Okay. So, like, like the f- flying saucer behind the plane. <laughs> like, come on, dude. That's not even interesting anymore. <laughs> no. <laughs> we want to know the answer to Roswell. Yep. That's all I want. Yep. Yep. Jesus. Is that so much to ask for? Not at all. Like, it's ready. Mother's Let's Day go. next weekend. How weird would it be if they actually, like, unclassify the documents on I Mother's ship Day? bricks. <laughs> I'd shit bricks. I'm not even playing with you. Okay, but my name's Brick, so careful what you say. <laughs> I'd shit my pants. Thank you. Because <laughs> that would just be too much of a coincidence, and then bam, I'm psychic. You are. I would forever say you're psychic. <laughs> Don't go that far. Well,. Listen, you said Mother's Day, 2023. They're going to declassify Roswell documents. That's going to be... I fucking hope that happens. Before now. this episode comes out. <laughs> but I'm telling you now, it is Saturday, May 6th. Yes. 8.44 p.m. 2023. Sunday, May... 3rd, 14th? May 14th. They're going to unclassify the Roswell documents. We're calling it here now, folks. She should is psychic. <laughs> Don't put that out there. <laughs> Don't I put that out back. there. I take it back. Don't do that. We'll see. We'll see what happens. We'll see. I'm okay. A really good guesser. <laughs> well, this has been fun. United States government, I'm mad at you. Fix it. Figure it out. Well, I'd still be mad at them if they fix it. They do a lot wrong. (laughs) Which lies. Okay, that's gotta be a really weird sound. So sorry. (laughs) So sorry. I got a little distracted. Thanks for listening. Well, we'll see you next time. Maybe I won't be as angry. See you next (laughs) week.